0: Welcome to Authentic Chat. My name's Josh, and I've got two special guests with me. Hey, so let's get started. Alright, so here we are. You got turn that, you gotta turn that down. We can't have the, the echo going here. We got we got some uh, special guests, rookies to the uh, podcast eventing, so. <laughs> Welcome. This is my dad, Pastor Jimmy McDonald. So there he is. He's, he is alive and, uh, and with us. And then my wife is with us tonight. So all of you out there uh, that are ready to watch, some, this is going to be an exciting night. Uh, so Pastor Corey isn't able to be with us because he is actually uh, working, um, So uh, which is a perfect segue to what we're going to be talking tonight is about uh, work. So before I go into, we jump into the uh, conversation on that, I got to let everybody know that we're, of course, uh, if you're commenting, so we got, uh, we got some eyes popping up in the left hand corner. So if you're watching, uh, like Melissa is right now, how you doing Melissa? Glad you're joining us. Uh, If you are joining us, we want you to engage with us. So what we need you to do. Two rookies. We got two rookies here. So uh, we want you to engage. So here's how you can engage, and we're actually going to reward you for engaging. So number one, if you are the fourth comment, so the fourth comment, we're watching the comments come in right now. Uh, if you are the fourth comment that um, here, we're going to send you a ten dollars Starbucks card. That's a nice little bonus, right? You've been you've been going after these, haven't you? I kind of have. I think you both have won. I got one. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, so you guys can't win tonight, though. or or maybe we can so uh we got uh caleb caleb's in there trying to get his (laughs) so uh we have uh um for for you guys so the number one is the fourth comment the fourth share hey we got brand new ac hats so uh, as a guest uh pastor jimmy gets one Jolene, you are you gonna wear a hat no no no, that's all right so we'll send this uh this hat or the hat that's uh for your size um is uh there you go looking dapper so we have uh we'll send you uh, the brand new authentic church hat they're pretty sharp um so that's for the fourth share the 15th comment will get a uh a new hat and a new t-shirt from authentic church and then the uh, eighth share will get a ten dollar starbucks card a hat and a t-shirt so they're going to get loaded up so you guys ready to jump in so. Are you ready? Yes. You ready? You ready? You okay? I think I'm ready. All right. So here's what we're gonna do. We got uh, we got lots of people. Um, yeah, Aaron Mass likes the hats. So, so hey, keep keep commenting. You get a, you'll get a chance. Share it. Uh, that's the way to get uh, a new hat. But um, so we what we do on this podcast is we go back to Sunday's message, and the whole point is to bring Sunday's message into the week. So I know. Yeah. I know you're excited to, to talk about Sunday's message, um, but we have been going through this series called The Bridge to Abnormal, and the whole point has been talking about uh, God's taking us through this process, and he is leading us into a, a place where he's going to um, uh, take uh, get the church back to where it needs to be, so back to uh, unique, a royal priesthood, uh, who God has call, called us to be. So, uh, this past Sunday, we dived into the subject of abnormal work, and in First Corinthians chapter three, Paul spends a good chunk of that talking about his work and what it ma- why it matters and how their work matters. Um, and we boil it down to uh, a couple things. First thing that we boil- first thing we said is that work is what we are blessed to do. Work, uh, and so we are blessed to work rather than it being a cursing a curse. Uh, that we have to go do sometimes <laughs> <laughs> um, And that we are because we're blessed then we are blessed to make a difference uh, So th- those are the two main points and then from that. So how do we make how, how are we a blessing and uh, I, I? laid it down in three points is that we do it through our work as We work and from our work. So another way of saying that is uh, if you want to watch the board behind me we got through our work is uh, what we do uh, as we work is how we do it, uh, and then from our work, that's the money we make from our work. So it's three ways that we, we're blessed to work, so we are um, we're blessed to make a difference, and how do we make that difference is what we do, so how we do it, and I'm gonna talk to you guys a little bit about that. Um, and then how we do our work, so the example that we live, we talk, dived into Paul about how he uh, worked in, as a tent maker uh, was in the city of Corinth uh, as an example of how to work. And then, of course, we make money when we work, or we have a, 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 a sometimes a tangible uh, that we can use to now put back into the kingdom of God. So, the reason why I asked you two to be here is because both of you are different. Well, Corey wasn't here, that's why. Here. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, well, we, we didn't know Corey wasn't going to be here. So oh, okay. okay. So, you, you were going to be here one way or another. Um, but so we, the thing that we wanted to bring uh, you in, Dad, is that I, I grew up as your example for me growing up. Um, you, we moved to New Philadelphia when I was six, so six years old, and you worked jobs, uh, upon jobs to do so that you could do ministry. And that was the example I grew up with. So I wanted to bring you in for that reason. And then I wanted to bring you in. To get your perspective, because work a lot of times we immediately just put work into the category of what we go to do eight to five or first you know whatever shift we're working, what we do to get income. But I wanted to bring you so that we make sure we bring in the perspective of your work is incredibly valuable because as a full-time mom um, and, a, and and an overtime working as a uh, as a wife and then you are involved in ministry uh, through the church. So I wanted to get your perspective. So. Uh, Dad, Pastor Jimmy, what, what was your, uh, what was, like moving to uh, New Philadelphia, Tuscross County? Give us a little bit of that background story on that. And, um... well, to be honest, to be
1: forthwith, uh, I really wanted to be a full time minister. Uh, so that was the thing. But that was never the case. So we came here, uh, and first thing I had to do was find a place to live and then find a job. Uh, of course, the job was in insurance sales, it was for Metropolitan Insurance. And uh, it was interesting, you know, it was kind of cool though because it was an introduction to people because I knew hardly anybody here, maybe a couple families. So it was an introduction because, you know, I had to go make cold calls. and house calls and stuff so it worked out and there's other things that worked into it too and maybe along the line here we'll get over to that side but you know full-time ministry is what I thought you had to be to be a pastor you know you weren't a success unless you were in full-time ministry
0: which is exactly um, something that we've been talking about here at the church uh, is that we we have I've been blessed to be a you know primarily a full-time uh, Pastor of Athletic Church, but the reason why, I, why I've had that opportunity is a large portion because of the foundation you laid um, and the uh, environment that I was able to walk in into this community because when I said, you know, I'm Josh McDonald, uh, and that was immediately all you're Jimmy's kid. <laughs> because you had because your work and your involvement in the community was such a, at such a level of honor and respect that people immediately placed that on myself and our church. Did you? Did, did you? Is that just a, a result, or did, was that intentional, or?
1: No, I guess not really intentional. I do remember when I was a youth uh, minister in New Lexington, Ohio, I ended up working at the Perry County Sheriff's Department went in as a corrections officer. And of course I worked midnight to eight. But I can remember a lot of those mornings, around four o'clock or so, talking with prisoners that were in the jail and realizing the, the impact that you make by working and being real and being authentic. Uh, and it was kind of a key that really helped me make the transition to here. Because in reality, once I came here, I knew slim chance of being what we call a full-time minister, which I would like an opportunity later on to, to explain what I mean when I say minister, because what minister means to me now and what minister meant to me then
0: are really quite opposite. Well, we'll do that right now, because uh, that, that is a, uh, a misnomer and one that I, I, I think we're trying to address as a church uh, of what that, what that misunderstanding of full-time ministry is. So go ahead. Okay. Well, I guess, you
1: know, when you look at it, think about it, when you go into a church now, thankfully the churches in our generation now aren't quite that, but, you know, when I was going, you had your pews made out of wood. Once in a while, they'd be padded. On the platform, you had these big, nice, padded chairs, you know, and the ministers always sat up there, you know, you had your suit and tie on, and to minister meant that you were behind a pulpit. Uh, Don't take it as wrong, but, you know, it was a holy pulpit, You know, and only certain people could stand behind that pulpit. And that's the way it came. Well, I learned through time that that pulpit wasn't really holy. It was just an elevated bookstand that held your Bible and your notes. And what makes it holy is God. So God's presence in that pulpit and a person delivering a message is what made it holy. So in reality, that same thing is what makes a desk at work, or behind the steering wheel That's at good. work or you know behind a shovel or whatever you're doing, that becomes holy ground too because when you start being moved by God, it becomes a holy place. And as a holy place, then God starts reaching the hearts of people. And so being a minister is working where you're at. And it's being real, it's being authentic and it's allowing God to work through you to make that place holy. And so that's kind of the contrast without taking the rest of the night to deliver a message. Man, you just just (laughs) preached
0: it uh, and gave a perfect uh, transition or segue over to... uh, So what he just said was, you know, taking um, the understanding of the pulpit being holy and and putting that into any workplace that we're involved in. That's your place of ministry. Um, How do do you bring that into your... um, you know, how do you see that as a mom, as a wife, uh, as being a not being paid for the ministry that you do?
2: Well, I think as a mom, I think it, you know, it obviously changes with your seasons. Some seasons are harder than others. Like when your kids are little, it's hard to like um, really see that meaning, but it's it's there. You know, those kids depend on you to teach them about Jesus, and the love of God, and just um, I mean we've talked about this before, like, you know, the way that we get up in the morning or whatever sets the tone for the day, so I can set the tone with the kids whether it's going to be good or bad by how I'm acting, so I think that's, that's a big deal, like it doesn't seem like a big deal when you're running around chasing diapers and doing all that. But um it really is showing God's love and teaching those kids love and kindness and um, what we may be the little things uh, of God, but really it's a big deal in the long run.
0: yeah well and that's and what's really cool about what you're saying is and I just hit me as we were talking about it is that one of the, the guys one of the little guys that was growing up in the midst of all that chaos and changing diapers is now, the one running the cameras behind the scenes right now. <laughs> and so that, that value that you placed into that, not only was in that moment, but has.
2: Yeah. And I think it's easy as a mom of a lot of young kids to get like bogged down with your situation. But if you can, you know, it is, and I know moms, because I remember people telling me like, just it's going to blink and be over. And you don't feel like that when you're in it but um, you definitely don't but it is true and if you can just um, you know take that time to just have your devotional or make some extra time it does change and then you know your kids get older and then you have to find different ways to do it always but um, I think just what we were talking about earlier like there's no like small job you know like your your whatever you do makes ripples. So
0: well, I think you hit on something. You you said uh you got to find different ways to do it. Mm-hmm. So in your ministry, the way you're, we did it as uh with with one little one, right. and then two, and then three, um and then four, uh each one of the, each time changed and then as they've gotten older, it's changed again. Sure. Um so can, can you give some, like, uh, some hope to uh, to some, some moms that are out there and really to help them understand the value that they have in their work?
2: I mean, I, I just reiterate, like, there is so much value in, like, teaching the little ones because they grow up and you want to instill everything you can in them while they're still with you and under your roof, you know, and and you'll see the rewards from it, I think, like, And I'm not saying, like, it's all bad. I know moms love to be moms. I don't mean that. But it is easy to... um, There's sacrifice. Yeah, it is easy to, you know, just like with church, it's easy to feel like you got everybody ready and then you just... uh, But it is worth it, you know. Like, I'm going to give a little plug to RAC Kids Team because they're amazing. Even nursery does a little lesson. And those kids love it, and they do get it. And preschool, you know, and AC kids, like the curriculum we do in there, Carrie does a great job with that and she it's super book and those kids learn so much and they're smart. I mean I think about the little mummer kids and they always are like they're just know exactly what that's talking about and I think Addie is in kindergarten. So I mean it just they grasp a hold of it, and I just, I think it's good.
0: Yeah, I, I think it is. And so, uh, Dad, if you could, uh, looking back, um, the value that you, you know, w- were you able to see the value in the, you know, as in, you know, you're working as an insurance, in insurance, you're working, uh, I mean, you worked for the county, you've worked uh, driving school buses. I, I mean, you could probably, I mean, can, I, can you count how many jobs you've had in T County on your two hands? Um, possible. <laughs> I, I do like to reiterate on what Jolene was saying there, though.
1: What makes that valuable, because you put the two together, there's a ministry here and they do an excellent job, but if that wasn't reinforced at home, it wouldn't be that great.
2: Right.
1: And so, you know, they have an exceptional ministry mom, too, that makes those things possible. Now getting back to what you asked me, the thing is, if we really open up ourselves to God, God will use our work to open up a ministry field. I remember we started in our garage. It was a two and a half car garage from our rented house. We remodeled that garage and uh, we went from there. And and of course I worked, I met people. And then I went to work for uh, driving school buses. Of course I met families. Now the other thing I did too is I got involved in coaching.
0: And Cub Scouts. And Cub Scouts and
1: coaching because I, I wanted to meet people. And that's a thing we can do in our work or any secular thing that we do, which I, it's kind of bad that we call it secular because it makes it sound like it's non-godly, but reality of it, it is godly. And so therefore, we made it a purpose to get to know those families, not to preach to them, not to convert them, not to make them members, but we'd have them over our house, different families, after a game, or after an activity, and we got to know those families and learn those families and to be real. And I think that's the thing we need to really realize is to be real. And then then I went to work, uh, drive a school bus, and I went to work with the road and bridge department. And I'll never forget the first day I went in there, there was a couple guys that tried to be intimidating. And it's just the way some natures are, but you know, I just was friendly with them and opened up with them, and it was just like walls came down, and when those walls came down, things started to open up, friendships started going. And then the blessing really came because our engineer, Joe Bachman, uh, which I have a lot of respect for, uh, had come to me and asked me if I would like to go up to the MAP office. I really enjoyed the road and bridge by that time because I, I loved being outdoors. But, you know, I went ahead and went up, and I can't believe how God really opened up doors from there. Uh, for one thing, you know, you always hear this thing about attorneys. You know, I just thought attorneys were and out for money and doing things like that. <laughs> and I got to the MAP office and found that attorneys were some of the best people uh, in our community. And so we were in a rented building, and then we went from there to sharing uh, the Episcopal Church building. And we definitely wanted our own building. And the thing was, we didn't even have a credit card as a church, so we didn't have a credit rating. So working there, I met attorneys, I met bankers, I met abstractors, I met some awesome people up there. And finally, I went to some of them one time and I said, hey, we're, we're looking at some buildings. What would it take to you know get financing? And they, of course, they'd ask what your references were, and they go, I don't know, a pretty difficult situation. But the thing is, God puts you in connection with people that you need to be in connection with. And, and through that process, we we built relationships and friends, and we finally got a loan just under the name of the church incorporation because they wanted everybody else to sign off. And uh, but by that time, things opened up, door opened up. We got a loan, we got a building, and that has also blessed into what we have now too, because that same relationship expanded and built, and it's because of what. God done by making ground holy because his presence was there, but he needs us. I want to reiterate, Great. he needs us.
0: Yeah, and that's where I think we, a lot of times, and this is where we're actually going this Sunday, I gave you a little sneak peek, is that we have to understand our work is valuable because we're valuable. Uh, and a lot of times we lose an understanding of our status and who we are in Jesus Christ. And so um, as as we close out this, uh, this podcast, I, I just want to encourage everyone out there to just understand one that your work matters because what you matter and what you produce out of your work matters and that god's going to open doors for you to minister uh and to be a minister to make your workplace holy and as a result you'll be able to use those things to bless this world and make an impact so hey thanks guys for being with us and uh man god has is doing some really awesome things We love you all out there and can't wait to hang out with you. You can join us this Sunday, 9 a.m. or 11 a.m. at 201 Stone Creek Road or live on Facebook. So, hey, we'll see you guys soon.